0: And now, here's your host,
1: Steve Noble. Okay, let's start with a little riddle here today. Something that Billy Graham and uh, former President Jimmy Carter had in common. Do you know what it is? Something that Billy Graham and Jimmy Carter had in common. Of course, you might say, well, they were both Christians. Okay, fine, I'll give you that. Uh, Something else that might surprise you is that they both believed that uh, UFOs and alien life was possible. Yes, even Billy Graham, Jimmy Carter, had said he had seen one as a private citizen in 1969. He didn't say anything until 1973 when he filed his report with the International UFO Bureau in Oklahoma. So what do you do, friend, as a Christian with little green men, aliens, intelligent life? non-Earth, intelligent life, and UFOs, are Unidentified Aerial, whatever they're calling them these days, because they changed the name of it, and they've been talking about it a lot, uh, Tucker Carlson is all about it, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, UAP, which is the modern version of UFO, what do we do with that, well, well here's, here's a little bit of a, ready Josh, here's a little bit of a Christian take, kind of, check this out. They were nine, ten feet tall entities. And they told him that they were preparing for an intergalactic
2: war with God and that they were going to win. What happened was they opened up this portal. They created a rift and entities began to come through. Not just this horror of Babylon being birthed, but other entities. The federal government at the highest levels have
1: known that these are not space aliens. That these are entities coming from another dimension. Entities coming from another dimension... To wage war on God. That one sounds a little nutty, right? But was it really a whole lot more nutty than what happened on Capitol Hill? Are you ready with that one? So this just happened just a couple days ago, okay, on Capitol Hill. Ready? Go ahead.
3: Say that the government is in possession of potentially non-human spacecraft. Listen carefully. Based on your experience and extensive conversations with experts, do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials?
4: something I can't discuss in a public setting.
3: Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> Air Force Major um, David if you believe Grush, we have crashed so craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft?
4: As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came
1: with some of these recoveries, yeah.
3: Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics?
1: Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program.
3: And was this documentary evidence video, photos, eyewitness? Like, how would that be determined?
1: The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Yeah. A closed meeting is what he's talking about. This is the public meeting. I can't talk about it in a closed meeting. In 2021, former President Barack Obama responded to a similar question about UFOs, unidentified flying objects. There's footage and records of objects in the skies. We can't explain how they moved, their trajectory. And so I think that people still take seriously trying to investigate and figure out what that is. And if you've been paying any attention to this uh, subject for a while, uh, for the last few years, I mean, all of a sudden the government's been having hearings and there's been information coming out and some pretty wacky, A video taken by uh, military pilots, U.S. military pilots, of things that uh, literally do not move in a way that's explainable uh, from a human perspective, from an earthbound perspective, things that are moving in ways that can't be explained. They defy the laws of physics is one of the uh, phrases that you'll hear often. So my question for you today, judgment-free zone, I'm not... Uh, gonna gonna uh, berate you or tease you if you if you're like hey man i have no problem with extraterrestrial life i've actually seen a ufo whatever maybe you think it's like the that one clip maybe you think it's the the nephilim right then eight nine ten feet tall maybe the aliens some people report maybe they're the nephilim maybe they're still ha- hanging out here on the earth maybe it's all demonic do you think it could be demonic activity that could, could demons create something? Could demons have something that looks like what we would call as regular humans a spacecraft, a, 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 a flying saucer? Is it demonic? What do you do as a Christian with the whole issue of UFOs, unidentified flying objects, uh, UAPs as they call them today, unidentified aerial phenomenon, or uh, extraterrestrial intelligent life? Think E.T. or whatever whatever movie you want to go to. One of my favorites is when the earth stood still that there's that. Uh, but what do you think? Where, where are you at on this one as a Christian? Are you like, Nope, that's it. Human life. That's it. That, that's how special we are and nothing else anywhere else with all these galaxies, all these universes, all these planets were it, or do you leave the door open? Maybe you're noncommittal. is the number. I really, I'm serious. I want to see where you're at. Again, I'm not judging anybody. I hope you don't judge me. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to, if you think that there's a possibility of alien life, I'm not going to give you a hard time, say you're a terrible theologian. Nothing like that. Just curious. And if you don't want to say your name because you're worried about uh, being embarrassed, don't worry about it. That's not going to happen here. I'm not going to do that. I mean, my whole studio right now is bathed in green with a big flying saucer on the TV behind me. And I'm a Star Wars fanatic, right? So it's cool. I love science fiction. And I'm going to keep my cards close to my chest on this one for now. But uh, where are you at? As a Christian with UFOs, flying objects, unidentified flying objects, and even if you want to, intelligent alien life, 866 866- Three, four, eight, seven, eight, eight, four. This isn't something we talk about in the church very often. I haven't been in many conversations about this, uh, but they're talking about it on the hill. And there's a lot of other people talking about it. It's not making a huge splash, which is kind of funny, even though the guy's talking about, uh, yeah, non-human biologics, like material, non-human material in a ship that the government has. What's up with that? 866-348-7884 is the number. We'd love to hear from you today. 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. Aliens, no aliens. UFOs, no UFOs. Where do you come down on this one? And if you want to just leave the door open and say, hey, man, maybe, I don't know. I mean, think about it. If there were intelligent alien life in it here, what do you do biblically with that? What do you do theologically with that? Did your whole Christian world, did you just crash because of a UFO? 866-348-7884. I've wanted to talk about this for a while. 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. Where are you at with UFOs and aliens? We'll take your calls when we come back. Back at Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show. What do you do with UFOs, little green men, if you want to look at it that way? Uh, Rebecca on Facebook Live. I think the UFO people are people are seeing UFOs. People are seeing are top secret aircraft by various governments around the world. Even though some of these things are literally defying the laws of graphic, gravity, the laws of physics. Maybe, maybe it's just uh, tech that maybe our government's not telling us the truth. They're hiding all kinds of tech. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff like that that's possible, right? And other governments, China. Uh, I think China would be the most obvious uh, option there. Not so much Russia. They're not as far uh, progressed. But Japan, things like that, countries that are uh, are advanced technologically could be it. But what do you do with that? The whole issue of UFOs, since they're talking about it on the Hill, and uh, there's uh, plenty of positions out there, judgment-free zone. If you want to be anonymous, that's fine. And what do you do as a Christian? How do you think about it? Do you leave open the door for UFOs, uh, intelligent extraterrestrial life, Give us a call today on Alien Day, <laughs> Alien Friday on the Steve Noble Show, 866-348-7884 is the number, 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. Where do you stand? Would love to hear from you. Again, judgment-free zone, just curious, not passing judgment on anybody, just having a conversation, relax. Eight six six thirty four truth is the number. Eight six six thirty four truth Let's go to our first caller today. Anonymous, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, what do you think about this whole UFO alien thing? I think they're on the air. It looks like they're on the air. We're working with a new phone system today. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. It looks like they're there. I think I pressed the right button. I don't hear anything. Do you hear anything, Josh? Josh doesn't hear anything uh, let me try uh, let me try Frank who's online too Frank this is Steve thanks for calling go right ahead
5: yeah uh, I, I just want to say this I, in second Thessalonians chapter 2 it says about the the spirit of the Antichrist he said who's coming is according with the work of Satan with all power wonders. And in Ephesians 6, verse 12, it says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this age, spiritual weakness in high places. I think I think this is a, a, a deception, and to get our minds and, and hearts off of the gospel and get our minds on things that that is going to worry us about Our future, I think we need to focus on the gospel of Jesus Christ and and preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. And so,
1: Yeah, I think that's a great point. Thanks for calling in Pastor. I appreciate that. Uh that's a distraction. And if you want to uh, if you want to talk about entities, what entity that you know of, my Christian friend? That would want to distract you from uh your life in Christ, discipleship, the gospel, and trusting the word of God. Well, of course that's going to be Satan. So could Satan and the and the demons, the fallen angels create things that look like to us look like uh, UFOs? I mean, I've seen some of these videos, pretty wacky stuff. You're like, what's up with that? Is that human tech? What is that? Uh, Would you leave the door open for demonic activity? 866-348-7884 is the number. Talking about aliens today on the Steve Noble Show. Where are you at on that one? UFOs and aliens. 866-348-7884. This isn't a a late night show, by the way. It's a normal Steve Noble Show. I just wanted to see where you're at on this one. 866-34-TRUTH. Let's go to Julia's calling in from North Carolina. Julia, thanks for calling. Go right ahead.
3: Hey, Steve, um, I'm going to agree with the pastor a little bit uh, that I feel like it is a distraction. And I do feel like this is demonic because my understanding of the Bible is that we were created in the image of God and the aliens, you know, the information, as you say, that's been leaked, these creatures don't look like us. They look a little bit scary and demonic. I'm not going to dismiss that there could not be life But the Bible doesn't tell me about other planets or extraterrestrials or additional galaxies. And, you know, I'm a Star Wars fan, too, and I think it's—I find it fascinating. But I feel it's more on the demonic side. And, you know, as a Christian, I have physically seen ghosts. So I know that there's—I know that sounds crazy, but I have. My husband has, too. So I know that there is, you know, another dimension, and there's things that we will never know and understand as humans on this planet, you know, until we die and go to heaven. So I'm not completely dismissing it, but with you know, my faith tells me that it is demonic in nature and so that's kind of my opinion on it.
1: Yeah, and I that's appreciate I that
3: fascinating.
1: Yeah, definitely. I agree with you 100. percent Julia, thanks so much for calling in. And, and it is fascinating, right? And the Bible doesn't. The Bible talks about uh, the heavens declare the glory of God. It talks about the Pleiades. It talks about uh, the heavens above the earth. Uh, and, and then remember, there's 70 sextillion stars. As that's our latest guess as human beings, 70 sextillion. Okay. And with a lot of those stars, are planets. So is 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 our Earth? Is Earth all that special are are we because think about that 76 trillion stars in the known uh, galaxy universe and then a lot of planets with those we're talking about innumerable numbers of planets right and what what if we really are the only one does that make you feel a little more special than maybe you did 30 minutes ago 866-348-7884, 866-348-7884, where are you at on UFOs and aliens? 866-34-TRUTH, let's go to Terrence who's calling in from Charlotte. Terrence, good to hear from you. Go ahead.
6: Hey, I, was, I think that uh, God described what they are in the book of Ezekiel when he was talking about, you know, the cherubs, how they have four faces, and then they've got these things that are wheels within wheels that they're flying, and they turn. it says they turn not, you know, when they turn, they don't have to curve around. They just fly in the direction. But all that stuff marks like, you know what they say these things are flying, like how they're defining the laws of physics and stuff. But they've already been described in the book of Ezekiel to do that.
1: Yeah, which is a fascinating point. I'm, I'll bring that up. That's in Ezekiel chapter 1, and, and I'm going to bring that up and, and just float that out there, see what people do with that. Terrence, thanks so much for calling in. Thanks for uh, referencing the book and on this one, which is always where we need to go. Great to hear from you. Thanks so much for calling. Eric, I'm going to get to you in a second, and Michael as well. We're going to be up against the break here pretty quick. Here's uh, Ezekiel 1. Okay? I looked, and I saw a windstorm coming out of the north, an immense cloud with flashing lightning and surrounded by brilliant light. The center of the fire looked like glowing metal. And in the fire was what looked like four living creatures. In appearance, their form was human, but each of them had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight. Their feet were like those of a calf and gleamed like burnished bronze. Pretty wild sight, right? Under their wings, on their four sides, they had human hands. All four of them had faces and wings, and the wings of the one touched the wings of the other. Their faces looked like like this. Each of the four had the face of a human being, and on the right side was the face of a lion. On the left, the face of an ox. Each one also had the face of an eagle. Okay, so this is fire moved back and forth among the creatures. It was bright and lightning flashed out of it. The creatures sped back and forth like flashes of lightning, right? When you look at lightning, that kind of, you see lightning flashing across the sky, that, that kind of, from an earthly perspective, that kind of looked like, uh, you know, defined the laws of physics, maybe? As I looked at the living creatures, I saw a wheel on the ground beside each creature with its four faces. This was the appearance and structures of the wheels. They sparkled like topaz, and all four looked alike. Each appeared to be made like a wheel intersecting a wheel. And as they moved, they would go in and out of the four directions the creatures faced. The wheels did not change direction as the creatures went. Their rims were high and awesome, and all four rims were full of eyes all around. Pretty wild vision. Maybe that's what they are. Maybe it's all demonic. Maybe it's all by.
6: woke up this morning. I heard the news.
1: Uh, nope. Can't I can't say that I have. But I put this I'm out on Facebook heart. earlier today. This is Steve Noble. Welcome back to Steve Noble Show. And, and I, I have a couple of people on there an saying, hey, man, I, I, I've seen, I've seen a UFO. I've seen an unidentified flying object. Uh, I love Jesus. I'm not crazy. I mean, what do you tell that person that, that they, in fact, are crazy, that they're liars? Uh, that's like uh, near-death experiences. How do you handle that one? Near-death experiences. Do you just write them off? That's all demonic? No way. I mean, I've used to. i done some shows in the past on near-death experiences, and one of my ethics professors at Southeastern, he's like, hey, man, I like the way you handle this. He's like, I'm not denying that they had some kind of experience. I'm not. I'm not denying that. I don't know exactly what their experience was, but I'm not saying they didn't have an experience. They, they, they seem absolutely convinced that they did. So what do you do with that? Do you just say, no, you're just an idiot? No, I don't think you can do that. Uh, here's a friend on Facebook. I knew Betty and Barney Hill growing up in Exeter, I think, New Mexico. Look up Kathleen Martin. I knew her at the academy. I met Betty at the pool. The Hill abduction story was very credible, as were other stories from those who encountered the unexplained. Why Exeter? I knew their therapist. Many PEA students saw a craft hovering above the dorms. Will UFOs be blamed for the rapture? Maybe. They are in the forefront of the news. The distraction? Question mark incident in exeter john fuller was a book i lent to someone he lived in new mexico my parents claimed to have chased a ufo our police chief was chased by a ufo i'd like to see one when somebody says it, do you just write them off are you like nah, that's ridiculous come on give me a break gotta be careful with that one but feel free to share today on the air would love to have you on 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH what do you think of aliens and ufos let's go to eric who's calling in eric thanks for calling go right ahead
6: all right. Thanks. Yeah. yeah I think the, the the closer we get to the end, you know, it talks about how in the end, the level of many will grow cold due to lawlessness. Right will be wrong. Wrong will be right. I think you touched on it. Uh, I think this is demonic and a deception, but I think it, as you mentioned, I think it's the setup for the rapture so that when millions of Christians go missing, instead of people turning to the Bible going, hey, this was prophesied, they'll turn and blame the aliens. And then we need to yeah. unite as one world. And I think that yeah. helps set up the uh, the Antichrist and all that. And we've always had aliens in the past, but never to the point where you're having governments admit to it and hearings and things. So I think this is this is just a setup that it, we're possibly closer to going home and kind of gets me excited a little bit. But I, I think it's a setup for the rapture.
1: Which is a totally exciting thought. And isn't it interesting, Eric, how many people will uh, embrace the whole thought of a UFO or aliens uh, with no, oh, yeah. credible, no credible evidence, none, uh, just fanciful, versus – the claims that we would make as Christians, biblically backed up, logical, archaeological, all kinds of things. There's all kinds of arguments you can use, uh, because the alien showing up doesn't have any, uh, doesn't come with the weight of your sin, and so it will be very exactly. interesting that uh, you see a bunch of people disappear. Oh, it's got to be the aliens. I think you're well, exactly. something and, there, and, and
6: and and last, yeah, lastly, sure, Satan ahead. knows the word. So, oh, yeah. uh, Satan knows the word, and so he knows he has to deal with this to to keep people from even more people from turning and repenting. That's so right. I think, again, he, he knows what's coming, and, and this is the deception.
1: Yep, that's a great point, Eric. Thanks so much for calling in. That's some uh, just a really well-thought-out argument there. And and remember, anything but Jesus. That's one of Satan's fight songs, right? Anything but Jesus. If I can get you to believe in anything but him. Uh, Mormonism. Islam. Take your pick. Hinduism. Buddhism. Aliens. Anything but Jesus. Right? That's just his modus operandi. Remember so Satan's always in there. Anything getting you away <clears throat> from a focus on Christ. Let's go to my buddy Jeff calling in. Jeff, thanks for calling, man. Go ahead. Hey, uh, thanks for having me.
4: So um I'll I'll kind of phrase it this way. I think I think that there's two ways that people are looking at it. Like if you're talking about does did God create like a parallel universe with, with a different group of species that he cares for and loves as much as he does us. No, absolutely not. I, I think the uniqueness of Christianity is that out of the billions and trillions of galaxies that we are his focus, and I, I, don't, I don't choose to believe nor would I ever believe that there's like another group of, 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 of beings out right, there, you know, right. that, that we, don't, we don't know about. Now, if you're asking me, could these be, as as I think some of the, the prior calls have said, like some type of like, you know, demonic type of spiritual being of some sort that's Bringing in the end times of sorts—that's a possibility—and will yeah. be honest, I don't know Revelation as well as I should to be able to really say, yeah, it's you know, it's, it's this or it's that. But um, you know, I absolutely do not believe that Christians should believe in any other being outside of this planet.
1: Yeah, because uh, to think of that, uh, Jeff—that there's an, another, there's an alien Bible. And there's a Jesus that represents aliens and doesn't look like a human being, and so there's this whole parallel universe, which is the perfect way of right. describing it. That oh yeah, we're we're just the Earth based Bible. There's got to be other Bibles, and <laughs> yeah, it gets ridiculous right. fast. Those are great points, Jeff. Great to hear Absolutely. from you, buddy. I appreciate you calling. Absolutely. You too, buddy. Good to see Hi, you. Pal. Bye. Talk to you. See you. Uh, and and there you go again. You got to think biblically, right? Got to think biblically and think of it uh, through that lens. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. If you want to chime in on the little green men. Why, they're, why we think they're green, I don't know. This popular culture. Uh, or UFOs, unidentified flying objects, unidentified aerial, whatever they're calling them, UAPs now. And, uh, you know, that was a pretty intense conversation up on the hill just a couple days ago. Uh, but what's your thought on that? Let's go to Michael who's calling in from Greensboro. Michael, you're on with Steve. Thanks for calling. Go ahead.
0: Uh, hey, Steve. I, I agree with the sister who called in. It's interesting. Mostly men have called in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if the Bible doesn't Uh, verify the existence of extraterrestrial aliens, then I'd say they don't exist. And yeah, it could be, you know, good angels, bad angels. It could be foreign government, whatever. But I agree with her.
1: Yeah. And I think that's I think that's sound reasoning. And we have to again as a Christian, you have to go. Okay, we have to remember like on the alien thing, like I was reading from Ezekiel. I don't know if you heard that part, but Uh, That that was written 2,500 years ago, and and their understanding of these visions is based on where they were at 2,500 years ago versus where where we're at today with technology and movies and aircraft and spaceships and everything else that we have. So the interpretation of these things is going to be different simply because we live in different times. But it's a great point. Either you're going to go down with the Bible or you're not. So you got to be really careful with this one on that. Michael, thanks so much for calling, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Have a great day. This is uh, Steve Noble on The Steve Noble Show, Aliens and UFOs, 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. Let's go to Sean, who's calling in uh, there in the Winston-Salem area. Sean, thanks for calling. Go right ahead.
2: Hey. Yeah, the radio stations I listen to you on come and go as I'm driving around, so I've gotten bits and and pieces. Oh, okay. That's right. You know, I do know that that God says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, Mm -hmm. the spirits of the air and principalities and all that, so we know there's another dimension. We can't see into it. And we know from Genesis, the account of Genesis, and from Enoch's time, uh, you know, Noah's great-great-grandfather, that the the angels that were kicked out of heaven did take on mm-hmm. human form, and they did lay with women, the so human the women. Lame. That's right. And cre- yes, and they created the species, and it, it was just totally evil, so God sent the flood and wiped them all out. So we do know that this kind of thing has probably happened before, and— you know there's references to people being caught up in the area of chariots of fire Mm -hmm. so who knows that all this isn't related in some way for us now in the technology you know the technology world that we live in yeah we can better understand a ufo instead of god's chariot of fire i'm just throwing that out there
1: yeah no i think that's a great point sean thanks so much for calling in and and listening and i appreciate your input and that's a great point You okay listen if, if you're a decent student of the Bible, there's—I mean, especially if you get into apocalyptic language and apocalyptic literature, and a symbolism throughout the Bible. Just like I was reading in Ezekiel, you get into Daniel, you'll go into Revelation, and you're gonna—you're gonna run into some stuff and go, whoa, Whoa! Whoa! That—that's nutty!" Now, remember this: most of the stuff that you're—that we read was written by people that were alive. 2,000, 2,500 years ago, 3,000 years ago, their perspective when they have these visions is different. They're comparing it to what they knew at the time. They didn't have what we have. I mean, I've got a TV in front of me. I got a Canon uh, camera in front of me. I have a PC on my left for phone calls. I got a Mac on my right. I got an iPhone over here, right here. I got all this stuff. I got Star Wars stuff behind me. I mean, so if I see something, I'm going to put it into the context in which I live. Modern context. So I think I think everybody's probably on to something here in terms of, hey, uh, scripturally, I think there's some vision stuff, some demonic stuff going on here that we should uh, be comfortable with, talking about. Let's go to uh, Julius is calling in. Thanks for calling. Go right ahead.
7: Hey, uh, Doc, listen, man, I'm an electrical engineer. I graduated from NC State University. Awesome. And I'm a Christian, man, but I'm, I'm I just want to pass something through to, your, to you and your listeners, man. There are other beings in the universe. Now, let's hold it. We live in the Milky Way, and there are billions and billions of planets in the Milky Way. Each planet has at least... each, each there are billions and billions of stars. Each star right. has at least one planet rotating around the star. Okay? Now... We came from vacuum tube technology to VLSI, which is very large scale integrated circuits, within what? 20 years, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, 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 the the way we came to this type of technology. Hey, you want to,
1: I'm going to put you on hold, okay, because I want to be able to finish up and I want to be able to let you finish up your point. So, I'm going to put you on hold right quick, Julius. And he's, uh, Julius is there. We're going to get to Anne. We're going to get to Ed. We're going to get to Mark. Anne's got a story. She wants to uh, discuss something that happened in L.A. Aliens, UFOs, and Christians. Eight six six thirty four truth This is Steve Noble. We'll be right back. Welcome back. at Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show, talking about aliens and UFOs. we were uh, hearing from Julius. Sorry we lost you there, Julius. But he was, he was talking about some of the numbers here. Okay, you got to deal with this. Uh, there are up to 400 billion stars in the Milky Way alone, virtually every uh, one of which is circled by at least one planet and many by multiple planets like our own solar system. Our galaxy is about 100,000 light years across. A single light year is just shy of 6 trillion miles. Unless Einstein is wrong and he hasn't been yet, nothing can exceed light speed. And merely approaching it would take an astonishing degree of technological achievement. Now, take all those figures and multiply them by 2 trillion, or the number of galaxies uh, that observations by NASA's Hubble Space Telescope have estimated are in the universe. Have you ever seen that? They did a deep field thing with Hubble. It's like a size of a dime in the sky from the ground. If, if you hold a dime up, they, they did a deep field study of that. And you blow it up because it's, it's mega, mega, mega pixels. And you blow it up and you see all these dots that you think are stars. They're galaxies. Every little dot is another galaxy. It's mind-boggling. Estimated. So now you are uh, uh, multiply that by 2 trillion, or the number of galaxies out there. That makes for an awful lot of planets. And an awful lot of cosmic real estate for a visiting spacecraft to cover just to come to our little world. So, and how would they even know we have intelligent life, if you can call us intelligent? Because we've been sending out TV and radio signals uh, early in the 19th century, or the 20th century. But that hasn't gone very far. Still in our neighborhood. Not to what we're talking about. So, how would they even know we're here? But the numbers there, that I think the word Julius was going, who's obviously an intelligent man uh and, and an engineer is going go, listen, just play the odds, just play the odds. Okay, I understand that. That makes perfect sense to me. And you go, wow, that that the odds are seem like they'd be reasonable. And then you gotta take that, and then you gotta take scripture, and you gotta work on those two together. If you if you're a Christian, that is. If you're not, do whatever you want. And the one thing you're definitely gonna avoid is that. The Bible is true and Jesus is real and you're going to be judged. Let's go to Ed is calling in from, from Virginia. Ed, thanks for calling. Sorry to keep you on hold for so long. Go ahead.
0: Uh, no problem. No problem. Uh, you know, I was, I was a missionary overseas in Southeast Asia, and, and I can definitely attest to demonic uh, spirits and how they affect people and even within my own family because my mom's a Buddhist. And uh, But, uh, you know, maybe it's a weak a weak verse, but I always I always hold to Psalm 115, 16, which says the earth was given to his children, the children of man. So I, th- I think that verse itself tells us that, you know, our planet, God died for us. God died for human beings. And it goes on to tell us that this planet is ours. It doesn't say that it belongs to others or right. other aliens, I, you know, and I, I, just, I just hold to that. And again, I think, you know, the big deception, you know, maybe the rapture, that type of thing, but i I've seen demonic. I've seen demonic things happen, and I know it's. it's I mean, right in my family, I can tell you, Satan, Satan is really deceptive. And oh yeah, you know, you know, I, I can tell you a story where my mom went to a, a witch doctor, uh, or my grandmother went to a witch doctor miles away from us uh, in, in Asia, and while well, we were there, and the witch doctor told my grandmother, you know, you have a you have a foreign relative, a grandson who's here and he's teaching about his religion don't don't listen to him and my mother was like how would how would the witch right. doctor know that how would you, would know? you know and that? I said mom, mom mom satan knows who i am that's right and uh so and i've seen other things happen that are are unexplainable yep. but uh other, other than the fact that you know that demons are real and satan is real that's right and he's out there to lie and deceive us and keep us away from the things that's of
1: right. god that's it it's a great point a great story ed thanks so much for calling in and sharing all that man i really appreciate it All righty. All right. Have a great weekend. That was Ed and, and great point, right? There's things out there. You got to, you read the Bible. You should have a pretty open mind for all kinds of strange phenomenon relative to what you learn from the scripture, right? You got to keep that in mind. Let's go to Mark who's calling in. Mark, I appreciate you calling. Thanks so much. Go right ahead.
6: Thank you so much, Steve. Yeah, I studied the Bible all the time and I love prophecy. These are false signs and wonders. That's mm. what they are. And that's the reason nobody ever gets a picture of them. I mean. Out of the millions of pictures that people have taken, not one of them has been proven, 100% proven. And um, a lot of, and I know this is going to offend a lot of people, but uh, pre-trib people, believe a pre-trib rapture, they love a- aliens because they think that that's going to be the excuse for the rapture. But when the Lord returns, it's over. There is nobody going to blame anybody for anything. Yeah, that's right. And uh, So, I mean, that's just as simple as it gets. But uh, uh, why would the Lord need to create some type of a being, and give him a spacecraft. These spirits (laughs) and things don't need spacecraft to travel. and uh, So it just makes no sense for me to people to believe in that if you really love the Lord, but people do.
1: Yep, that's a great point, Mark. Thanks so much for calling in. I appreciate that. Really, really well thought out. Let's go to Ann calling in from Charlotte. Ann, thanks for calling. Go right ahead.
8: Hi, Steve. Love the show as always Great
1: to hear from um me, i mean year
8: years ago when i lived in in Hollyweird, i I was traveling <laughs> from like uh you know it, the outer uh, limits you know to into into l a you know to hollywood and um I looked up and <clears throat> on the freeway the two ten freeway and suddenly across diagonally the freeway it came some object of light. And it left a trail of light. (laughs) And it was just like, you know, and it was a it was something in the sky flying downwards, you know, diagonally. And I almost (laughs) I mean, I was on the 210 freeway. So I almost like ran into another car. It was so uh, stunning. And yet I and I looked all around me at the other cars. Nobody else (laughs) seemed to notice. So I, there are a phenomenon out there that we cannot explain, that only the Lord knows, and um, we'll find out about more later when we're on the other side, I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great point. And again, I, I would never sit here and, and deny that somebody saw something or in, in what it is. That's another question. right. And- Okay. I mean, those, those are things we can talk about and consider uh, and then always balance them against Scripture. And, and some things we're going to end up shrugging our shoulders and going, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the Lord will let you know one day, Ann, and, and when he does, tell me.
8: <laughs> well, it's probably not that important, actually. <laughs> right. When push oh, yeah. comes to shove, I mean, yeah. the resurrection of Christ was, oh, man. The, you know, for all times, you know, that right. is, the, anything else is pretty unimportant.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. and great to hear from you, my friend. Thanks for calling.
8: Oh, bless you, Steve. Thanks. Love your show.
1: You're welcome. God bless you. Thanks so much. You're always such an encouragement. And and I think about that. Remember, I was talking about that 76 trillion stars. That's our guest now. And all uh, literally uh, trillions and billions. Right? We're not talking about U.S. debt. We're talking about what God has created. And, and in my sanctified imagination, when it comes to a new heaven and a new earth and heaven ends up here. Where is heaven right now, by the way? Paul talked about that. Caught up in the third heavens, from his perspective, remember first century, first heavens, the heavens, the sky. Look out the window, the sky. Tonight, look again, the heavens, space. Where's the third heaven? Because that's where Paul was caught up to, which is where heaven is. The third, where is that? Is that another dimension? Uh, certainly could be. I don't. How, I don't know how you make a case that it can't be. You can't make that case, and so I keep my mind open to these things relative to scripture. And I'm like, maybe one day, imagine this, maybe one day God's like, uh, you know, new heaven, new earth, sin's gone. It's just us it's the family of faith. And I, I mean, at some point, once I get over the fact that I'm there and there he is, there's Jesus. Once I get over that, which I probably would never will obviously, but at some point I might be like, Hey Lord, Uh, I have a question about all those other things you created, which we, from an earth perspective, can't really enjoy the full magnitude of your creation. And imagine if you will, God's like, well, Steve, would you like to see it all? Uh, yeah, dad, I definitely would. Okay. I mean, the whole playground's open now. Now, how do we get there? Well, obviously, Jesus seemed to have the ability to just materialize. Do we get that? Maybe. But to me, that's like thinking of the, the if you're here in the North Carolina area, the Blue Ridge Parkway. And you have all these scenic overlooks, right? So if you're going to go the whole Blue Ridge Parkway, you're going to hike the whole Appalachian Trail. If you had a choice to just appear at the other end, you're kind of missing a lot on the way, aren't you? I mean, all those scenic overlooks, beautiful views. Why wouldn't you take your time? So, hey, Lord, I mean, let me just get to the closest uh, galaxy outside of ours. Okay. Well, how do you get there? Will we be creating in the new heaven, in the new earth? We'll have natural resources. There's a city of God. There's a planet. We have resources. We have... uh, incredible intellect made in the image of God unrestricted by sin or bad motivation we have perfect teamwork do we build do we build things that would allow us to travel like that I I don't know make a case that make a case that we don't culture doesn't stop for us in heaven creativity doesn't stop that's all part of glorifying God and you might sit there and go Steve you're an idiot you're Star Wars you're watching Star Wars too much Mm, whatever that's what you think that's fine But I prefer to think what I'm saying. But when it comes to aliens and UFOs, again, we know Satan, if you study scripture, you know what he wants. He wants you to not give anything to the Lord, give everything to him or yourself, him being Satan. We know there are demonic forces. We know they're powerful. We know they're intelligent. We know they travel. Can they present themselves in different ways? And when you see stuff like that, You see, good angels in the scriptures, like the first thing, do not fear, because their presence just flips you out. Can they appear to us to be like a UFO? Uh, Yeah, I think they definitely can, especially demonic forces that want you to chase down a UFO like people chase down Darwin's theory of evolution because it allowed you to dismiss the God that you know is real. It's all spiritual. say that all the time. It's all spiritual. But it's an interesting conversation. I really appreciate everybody calling in. It was a great show. It was a great topic. Uh, Thought-provoking, as always. This is Steve Noble on The Steve Noble Show. God willing, I'll talk to you again real soon. And like my dad always used to say, ever forward.